Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. So when you go through this process, right, you learn something, you become a new person, and I hear a lot of growth inside of going through the process. Would you do it again? Like the kids aside, would you do it again? Because what you learned is extremely valuable. It seems like you just you created a whole new you, the you that you respect and admire. Uh, Yeah, as in, like, would I get married again? Yeah. Or like, what do you mean? Would I do it again? When you were at that fork in the road that you were in the bar and your friend says, "Hey, let's go," you know, get another drink, and you were like, "No, I'm going to stay here." Knowing that you're going to get all this information, all this knowledge that it's going to make you a better person, would you go through the trials and tribulations that you had to go through to get here? Um, I mean, listen, all of that was a life lesson because now I am who I am because of those life lessons. I just hate the fact that it took 13 years to find to find myself and to, to grow into who I am now. Um, would I, I mean, yes, I, I obviously would. Listen, I would definitely, I want to find, I want to be with somebody who makes me happy. Um, so if someone accepts me for who I am and I'm happy, I would, I would go through, you know, I would, I'd want to spend forever with that person, you know, um, because they're, they accept who I am and they respect who I am um, and I respect who they are. And, I'm, and I would not ask, and you know, her to change her way of who she is so I, I think that's the one thing i've taken out of this is just that like you know compromises come in life you know but you shouldn't compromise who you are and i wouldn't expect her to change who she is and i'm and i'm definitely not gonna you know change who i am you know you compromise on the little things but if the, the to the core of who you are i don't think that's worth compromising yeah but when we go through this these situations it, it makes us a different person i know that before i mean i valued who i i was um before my divorce but it was it was my divorce that made me the the person that i am today which i'm completely in love with man and i honor this person and creating as opposed to reacting to life because i hear when you know when you said yes man it was like oh my god that's i was totally a yes man like i just said yes to everything because i was just trying to make it work you know yeah i mean i'm even that too work you know like you know my boss is like you know anyone who want to do this all right fine i'll do it you know and like for part of it is like yeah like you know like i want to step up i want to show my boss that i can do things that i can you know you always want that like you know that credit and like you know like that recognition but sometimes would it be like unnecessary like yeah like all right like really like you want to take that on now matt I'm like okay go for it take that on you know um and i would and but I was yes man, not just to her. Like it was a lot of circles. That's what I'm saying. Like I think the growth is just kind of like to everyone around me now. You know, of just like yeah, I can say no things to like I I can have a power of no like to certain things now, and be okay with saying no and being like if you're gonna say no, like there might be a consequence and just being okay with that consequence. Yeah. Yeah. What's the biggest takeaway that you you've come out of the divorce with? Um, honestly, I just think just being biggest takeaway would probably just be more being more independent, 
you know, um, standing up for myself. Uh, you know, I had like, you know, I didn't have like the greatest, you know, uh, kind of like childhood in terms of like, you know, I was like, like the, the, the short chubby kid, like, you know, in elementary school, things like that. So I got like bullied here and there. And so I think that like had like an impact on like my like self-esteem, um, you know, through high school, I have now developed lifelong friends that I still communicate to, to this day. Um, and I love them and I, and I kind of grew as a person through them. Mm. Uh, and I had a little bit more independence, you know, even though I was still kind of like, you know, uh, not so independent, if you know what I mean, in terms of like, you know, making sure I was home by a certain time, like, you know, cause like, you know, you get like the phone call from like mom and dad, blah, blah, like, you know, try you know, you try to rebel, you know, a little bit as a teenager, you know, college came and I grew more and more as a, you know, as a man. And I started to like, have like, you know, more like, you know, relationships, you know, like physical relationships. Um, so I think I've, I've kind of have been growing, but I think now at this point, I think this is kind of like at my peak, if you want to say that, or like prime of like being independent and looking out for myself and standing up for myself and, you know, making sure that I'm not going to get bullied by somebody. I'm not going to just get kind of like pushed around by somebody, which is kind of how I felt. Not that I felt bullied in my you know, in my marriage, but I felt like I was being pushed around of just like, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going, you're going along with me for this ride. I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like it was a collaborative relationship. I felt like it was definitely more me kind of giving in more than her giving into me. So, you know, look like, look like when you, when that's happening, how important is it for you to like, um, or how did, how do you acknowledge that and like do something different? Honestly, it was, and again, I, and I hate that I did it. It was, I just swallowed my pride too much that it finally burst. Honestly, that's kind of what happened. It was, I just kind of had enough, you know, and, um, and it was just in the way that I would, you know, again, towards like the, the end of our marriage, I was just like, you know what? I'm just not happy, you know? And so like, you know, I just, you know, you start, you know, you go from sitting on the couch together, you know, like kind of side by side. And then it's like, you know what, I'm going to go sit on that couch. You go sit on this couch or I'm going to like hang out upstairs or downstairs from you. Like, you know, in terms of like, you know, being on our house or I'm going to start doing things for myself and not for us. And it just, it just, you know, it, uh, it just boiled, boiled up. I remember one time he went out for drinks at the place where we had, uh, we got married um, where we had our wedding reception and, you know, we had a couple of drinks and I said, enough is enough. And I left her at the bar. I took an Uber back to our apartment and I left her there and I got a phone call from her. Once I got back to the apartment and said, like, I can't believe you left me here. Can you come? Yeah. Can you please come get me? And, and again, I'm embarrassed to say it, but like, yeah, like I was drunk and I got into an accident and I had to have my father come get me from the accident. I rear-ended somebody. Thankfully, everybody was fine. Nobody was seriously injured, including myself. And me, like, you know, slightly drunk, going from Brooklyn to Manhattan to go pick up my ex, who was still drunk, the two of us sitting in the back seat very awkwardly, and then my dad dropping us off at our apartment, 
And he's like, I don't know what happened between the two of you guys, but I hope you guys can work it out. Because I said flat out, you know, like on the car ride to the city, I was like, yeah, I left her. I left her. You know, I was pissed off at her. She said something I didn't like. And, you know, maybe I had my beer muscles and I was like, all right, I'm done. So it was just like moments like that, you know, um, during like, you know, the age of like, of, of like myself and my friends and her friends, there was a ton of like weddings. It was just kind of like that domino effect of like everybody was getting married. And that's kind of one of the other things why I was upset at myself too, is the fact that I got engaged at a time where my friends are getting engaged and they were in like six, seven, 10 year relationships. I was in, I knew her for like a year and a half. And I was like, hey, you know, you want to get married? And by the way, my proposal was the worst proposal of all time, <laughs> which again was another proof of I wasn't ready. Yeah. Uh, we were going on a Bermuda cruise. And again, we're talking about like being together for like a year and a half. I called my parents prior to the cruise and I was like, I think I'm going to get, I'm going to ask her to marry me. Never said that to anybody in the world. The only reason why I wanted to get engaged was because my friend was, had told me about a week or two prior to this conversation of, hey, I think I'm going to ask, you know, so-and-so that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to get engaged. I had zero thoughts about getting engaged. And I was like, I'm going to do that too. And he was shocked. He was like, wow. He's like, okay, good for you. And I called my dad. I was like, all right, so what do I do? He was like, all right, well, you need to get a ring. You know her ring size. Nope. He's like, all right. He's like, well, you really, you know, probably shouldn't buy a ring that's going to be too big. So, you know, I was like, well, what size ring would I buy? And he's telling me, and I was like, well, you know, I don't know. He's like, well, all right. Well, if you really want to get engaged, like, there's, you know, there's a pearl ring that I gave your mom on our on our honeymoon in Hawaii. If you want to give that to her, that can be like a temporary ring, and then you guys can go ring shopping after. Great, cool, no problem. The night before we went on the cruise, I randomly left the apartment. I said I was doing groceries and I uh, went to ask her mom permission to marry you know, her daughter. She was shocked too. And she was like, all right, go for it. We had a glass of champagne. It was like, all right, go have fun. You have my permission. I was an absolute mess the entire cruise. I was mad, I was frustrated. You know, I was stressed, you know, cause I was like, here we go. I have this big thing. We left on say like a Sunday. We had this like glass bottom sunset cruise excursion on Thursday. I didn't do it on Thursday. I did it Thursday night after dinner. And my ex had said to me, Matt, like, why are you so mad at me today? I don't get this. We were on the bed having this conversation. We're arguing. I rolled over, went into my duffel bag, took out the ring, and I shit you not, I said, don't say I never gave you anything. Do you want to marry me? That was my proposal. I knew after that this was a terrible proposal. But on the high of it, I was like, we're engaged. Let me make my phone calls. Let me make my texts. Oh, we're engaged. We're engaged. We got off the boat, and then we went and got a ring straight there to the jewel, you know, to the, to uh, where we went to go to get the ring. And we got the ring, we got fitted, got picked out the ring right in front of her. Like, and then the jeweler being, you know, however, you know, funny, I guess she wanted to be 
She'd be like, all right, I guess you can ask her to, you know, if you want to, you know, does she want to marry you now? And I was like, all right. So like, here I am, like getting on my knee. I was like, you want to marry me? And she was like, yeah. And then that was it. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.